Hello, friends, and welcome to the Jenny Be Well podcast. I am Jenny Bauer Schultz. This podcast exists to motivate, inspire, spark curiosity, and bring awareness to you so that you will live your life on purpose and with intention. Thank you for joining me here in this space and on this journey. May you be well. Let them see you fail. Let them see you fail. That's right. That's what I said. Let them see you fail. And here's why. So just take a listen to this podcast and consider this. Failing. We all have the opportunity to be role models, even if you aren't in a leadership position or you aren't famous, regardless of how many followers you have on any social media platform, it doesn't matter. People can learn from you and the example that you are. We all have the opportunity to be examples to one another, and this is so important. We forget this. We can be examples as coworkers, as parents, as friends, as partners, as community members, and simply as fellow human beings. We learn from one another. And so don't ever discount your level of influence, no matter who you are. So why would we ever want to let others see us fail, especially when it feels vulnerable and it can even feel embarrassing and disappointing at times when we fail? Like that's the truth. But the reason is, is because it reminds us that we all struggle, that we all fail, that none of us are perfect and we are all facing challenges. None of us are immune to hardships and failures. And so failures can actually be a way for us to unite and to see each other more authentically. It helps to unite us. When you see me fail at something, it reminds you, no matter what you think of me, that I'm just like you. Sharing our failures also helps to normalize failing. The fear of failure is a block for so many of us and it keeps us paralyzed at times. Failing, that feeling of failure, it can stop us from making the move that we want to make, like asking that person out on a date or going for the new job. It can keep us from better health, and the fear of failure can keep us from so many new opportunities and even a better life at times. So why are we so averse to failing? Because it's ridiculous, really, when we think about it. We all know that failure is how we learn. We all know that we figure things out by making moves and failing and learning and trying again, picking ourselves up, failing again, going again, learning, and this process should really continue. When we make a decision and it doesn't work out, we make a new maneuver and we try a new route. And we keep doing this until we find a way that is better or even just a new way that works for now. Every time we mess up, every time we fail, we gather more information, more insight, more understanding to make the next best decision for ourselves. Failure is so normal and healthy, and we can easily recognize how important failure is, especially when we look at kids. We would never tell a toddler to stop trying to walk. When they're first learning to walk, We would never tell them to stop trying, even though they fall over and over, they get up, 
they try again, they fall again, they even cry, they hurt themselves. We actually help them get back up and try again. We encourage them. Failure is an essential part of human growth and development from the time we are born. So why are we so afraid of it? Why are we trying to avoid failure? Because we can see how important it is. I think it's helpful to look back sometimes. I don't like to dwell on the past, but I know that there are lessons, valuable lessons in the past. So take a moment right now and just consider some of your past perceived failures and how they have actually helped you find the success that you wanted right now. Recognize and give credit to those failures that helped you find your way. And then can you actually celebrate those failures? We are actually reframing in our minds what our past failures mean to us when we can see how they've got us to where we want it to be. By noting how they have led us exactly to where we want. This is a way for us to view failures in a positive light. And I think that that is crucial. This actually helps us to not be so averse to failure when we can reframe it in our minds and see our past failures in a positive light. So for me, one of the greatest ways that I continue to fail is as a parent, and I think many of you can maybe relate to that. You always feel like you're never doing it right. You're always, um, you know, just not doing the best that you, or you're doing the best that you can, but it always seems like it's never enough. It's, you're never doing it correctly. But as a parent, the way that I parent is I choose to be fairly transparent with my kids. I talk to them about many, but not all of my struggles. I want them to see me struggle when faced with challenges and even to mess up and make my way through it. I want them to see me learn how to manage it. And I do this because I feel the most responsible to them. I share a lot with them because they are some of the most important people in my life. And I think it's valuable for them to see me struggle and to share that experience with me or with them. So now again, like I said, I'm not sharing everything, okay? I want them to know that they never need to be perfect at any point in their lives, not as a kid or a student or a friend or an employee or a boss someday as a partner or spouse, I want them to learn to appreciate their, fa their failures and how it actually helps to get them to guide them towards better decisions and directions for themselves. I want them to remember that there is learning and lessons in failure rather than defeat and disappointment. So discovering learning and lessons rather than feeling defeat and failure. Because I think that those feelings of defeat and disappointment are the ones that usually people feel and focus on the most in failures. And it doesn't have to be that way. Again, you get to choose. So I want to share this little experience I had um, a week or so ago with failure in my home one night. So the other night I had a major tech mess up, okay? I was attempting to import new contacts into my website and my email list and somehow ended up deleting all of them and even deleting anybody who is a current customer of mine. 
And of course, I was saying many explicit words in my head and the feelings of anxiety and overwhelm were very present and high. I was angry at myself for messing up um, and just some fear around what was going to happen and what I was going to do with all of this. I was feeling so overwhelmed by you know, my, my lack of technological skills. I was even upset at myself because I was that night I was trying to work quickly and maybe even a little bit carelessly. And I was worried that I had just lost everything that I'd worked for months on. And I was there with my daughter in the living room and I was trying to control some of my outward expression because I was home with her and I didn't want her to see me lose it or flip out. Because even though I know how intense it felt to me, I still had this clarity to remember that, okay, Jenny, it's only email contacts. It's not something more profound. You know, it's not the end of the world. But still, I know I get to choose what others see of me, and I wanted to be honest about the experience. So anyways, over the next hour, I tried to repair some things and clean things up, but then I realized like I just needed to step away, that I was very overwhelmed, and I just needed to be done for the night. So my daughter was around, like I said, during all of this and watching me, and I remember telling her, I'm so stressed out. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I just need to be done with the day. I need to go to bed and just start over fresh tomorrow. I knew that I needed to take a break and walk away, but I also was saying so much negative dialogue in my head. You know, I was saying things in my head and even out loud to my daughter, like, I've messed up big time. How am I going to fix this? I'm so stressed, I'm terrible at this, and on and on and on. And finally, you know, it was 9 p.m. and I told my daughter goodnight and went to lay in my bed because honestly, my bed is like a refuge place for me. Like I go here to get away and to lay down and honestly, I'm recording this podcast sitting in my bed right now. Um, so anyways, as soon as I got to my bed and just sat there, it hit me. What am I currently saying aloud in my head and how it, this is only making things worse. This is like this perpetual cycle and I'm just making things worse. I'm amplifying the stress in my mind and my body by continuing to say that I am stressed. And this makes my mind think and work more and it makes my body even more physically stressed. So I realized what was happening and how it really was doing me no good at all. I realized then that I needed to change what I was saying in my head. And so I just started to reframe what I was saying about the mess up, just like with failure. So I started saying things to myself like, I will learn from this. I will know what to do in the morning. I will be more clear in the morning. I am learning so much with every experience and I'm getting better at this all the time. I'll do the best that I can with what has happened and things will work out. I will find my way. And as I'm thinking and sitting on my bed and just, you know, contemplating all this, I could hear my daughter downstairs emptying the dishwasher and I had told her I would do it in the morning because I just needed to be done with the day. Um, but I, I could hear her downstairs working and putting the dishes away. And I realized too, because I shared with her what was going on, how I was failing at the website and the email contacts and everything, I shared that with her and what it allowed was for her to kind of swoop in and try to relieve some of the other stress and tasks that are on me. 
because I shared with her what was going on, she could help me. And this was a way for her to show care and empathy, compassion and love for me. And she was able to care for me with one of my top love languages, acts of service. So me being vulnerable and sharing with her actually gave her the opportunity to help and support me and show me that she loves me. So sharing failures and being vulnerable, especially with those that are closest to us, can really bring us deeper connections and more love to feel loved. So of course, you know, after my daughter emptied the dishwasher, she had to come tell me that she put the dishes away because she was so proud to help me. And I loved that. After I acknowledged her help and how it made me feel, I was able to kind of share the insight that I had discovered with my own mess up, you know, reframing the mess up and seeing how it was actually a positive thing. And I talked to her about what I was saying in my head and how it was making things worse. And she understood that because it's relatable to her. We can actually relate to each other through our mess ups. So I'm sure there's a better example I could share with you, but this is the one that's most recent with me um, just yet because it happened recently. But that is the key. If you learn a lesson from your failure, then it brings value to the mess up. Otherwise, a lot of times it just feels like a mess up. It feels like a disappointment. But sharing it becomes a message for others too. We seek to gain insight from our failures. And when we are able to find value in the failure, we aren't so afraid of failing because we see how it all is just a way of gathering more information and experience so that you can get better you can make better decisions and make your way to where you want to be. So you look at failure then as opportunity and not necessarily as a setback, but it's a step forward or a step in the right direction. It might be a step laterally or even a little bit of a step back, but the step is in a different direction that's more in line with where you wanna be. There's benefits for all of us in honesty and not faking it all the time. Perfect isn't relatable and it isn't realistic either. In a time where it's easy to filter what we look like and what our lives are like, we need to show others the real truth and not fake it. Your kids are watching you. Your peers are watching you. You don't need to model a fake perfect life. This is a great opportunity to model emotional coping skills and how we handle the hard stuff and the difficult times, the challenges. And also those who look up to us they can see us struggle with failure in hard times. And again, this is an example. Talk to people about your experiences. And because remember that, and when you remember that other people are watching you, it actually helps you to up-level your game a little bit too. You know people are watching you and you're likely to handle it all in a more constructive and helpful way. When you are being watched and you are being a role model for other whether you want to be or not, it's an opportunity to call forth better behavior in yourself. So remember, you don't need to share all of your failures. One of the best failed opportunities we have as parents and role models is to act like we are perfect and we never mess up. So we need to share. We need to model and, and, and be honest about our imperfect behaviors sometimes. 
We all have a unique experience of being ourselves. We all have struggles and learned lessons that we found betterment on the other side. So is there benefit in sharing this with others? I think yes, but only you can decide that. And remember, you don't have to share all of your failures. Look for how your failures are stepping stones, how they are positive. Then you won't be so afraid to share and you won't be so afraid and averse to failing. You will look at failure from a different perspective. So let them see you fail and succeed because maybe your failures are really just, you know, paths and steps along the way to your success. Because there are lessons for all of us in sharing both, both our failures and our successes. And especially there's value in not pretending to be perfect all the time. So I hope that you just consider that today you know, your failures and how they've got you to where you wanted to be, maybe reframing your past failures and how they are a positive thing in your life rather than something that's disappointing or embarrassing or negative. And then see if there's maybe some failures that you can begin to share, especially with your children, your closest loved ones. Um, But know that you have the opportunity, no matter who you are, to be a role model. So I wish you well. I wish you many blessings. Be well and take care.